Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to win an award. Ooh, what are we winning it for? Best animated podcast series based on a TV show from the town of Springfield. Uh, we're not animated. <laughs> I, like, I, I like to think I'm very cartoonish. Well, I mean, in that sense, yes. Um, I was going to do the I can see my voice on TV because the Halloween episode and I can see our meters. That's yeah. animated, right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, unfortunately, we we, we uh, haven't won that potty award yet. No. Also, I don't know if that's what the podcast awards are called. The, the potties. potties. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Also, also, we're not going to win the award. Somebody's going to win the award for us. Oh, right, because I, I think the uh, producers or the the head of the studio <laughs> thinks we're kids and yes. we can't do podcasting very well. I mean, we act like kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this week, um, we're going to be talking season four, episode nineteen, the front. Which is also a title of a Woody Allen movie. I'm assuming not based on this plot. No. Also, uh, the front is also another term for when somebody fronts for you. So, like, does something in, like, they do it for you, but use, like, you, like, like I said, you write something. And, but somebody else puts their name on it for you. It happens a few times in uh, Simpsons episodes. There's a episode where Marge is like a plumber, but Homer fronts for her because the people are being sexist towards Marge. Yeah. In this in this episode, well, somebody's being ageist towards Bart and Lisa, and we'll tell you who. Yeah. Uh, so air date, April 15th, 1993. So yeah, I think we only got uh, like four more episodes yep. of season four, man. We're yep. uh, we're almost we're almost there. We're almost just, through the first four seasons of The Simpsons. Just like the year twenty twenty one, it's going by fast. Yeah, I mean, and just like uh, Matt Groening and Mike Reese and Al Jean, they didn't think they were going to make it past season four either. And look at us, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna make it past season four. Yeah, but it also took them four years. I know. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> All right. So the recap this week, Bart and Lisa write itchy and scratchy cartoons using grandpa to submit them to the studio. And then I like how grandpa gets a job at the studio. <laughs> He's just not like a, not, not a ghostwriter. What's like a freelance writer. He's yes. uh, I he just gets hired. <laughs> yeah. Well, so well in this case, it wouldn't even be freelance. I think like, he got a job yeah like freelance is like you do work for like in like television land 
because I know a couple people who do freelance work for TV stations where they're like employed, like they get paid by the station, but like they could do other work if they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the chalkboard this week, (laughs) I will not sell miracle cures. I'm assuming like a snake oil salesman type deal. Oh yeah. Bart, Bart's a snake oil salesman. I could, I could see that. And this rock will keep bears away. <laughs> well, I guess you throw it at the bear and then it pisses the bear <laughs> off and then it gives you a second to run away and then the bear chases you. Yeah. So I'm sure he was on the playground. Someone had like leprosy or <laughs> leprosy look, uh, or, know, or a cold <laughs> leprosy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the kind of diseases Springfielders get. I'm sure the same ones the rest of us do. Sure. Um, but yes. And then finally, the uh, couch gag this week is the circus chorus line. I feel like someone at the Simpsons studio is like, you know, this is our best rated couch gag. Let's just do it for them all. all so, of them. so this this couch gag is in like eight episodes. <laughs> and apparently twice in season four. No, isn't it already the third time in season four? It was it's April l- Fool's. It was... No, Lisa's first... I. It's Lisa's first word, and I love Lisa. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't in the April Fool's one. No. Okay. The April Fool's one was a repeat, but it yeah. was not this one. It wasn't that one. Yeah, so I, I love this couch gag. It just... I mean, they, could, one. They, they just could have made it permanent, I think, and everyone would have been happy. Yeah. I don't remember if it was this episode or next episode, but they did cut out... A little bit from the, I think it was our next episode where they cut out a little bit more from the intro like they've done in the past where they don't show Bart leaving school. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's weird when they use a, because this is a longer couch gag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and I believe it is this episode where there is like a 30 second uh, short at the end of yeah this yep. is the episode that has a, a 30 second short at the like you couldn't find like an extra 30 seconds to throw in this episode but we'll get there we'll get there so this episode starts up with uh the crusty the con show and uh we're cooking with crusty i know man i i didn't think crusty had a cooking segment for a children's <laughs> uh show but i mean they could like they could do a cooking segment and the kids could go to their parents and just be like, "Mommy, mommy, Krusty made this on show. Cook it for us." Yeah, make us some matzo ball soup. Come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, Krusty doesn't want to. He wants to ixnay on the Uish, uh, Uish J Erdich A on television. <laughs> I don't even know what language I just spoke. Uh, we'll get to that too. But yeah, uh, so so that for those of you that don't know, that's Pig Latin, and apparently that became a staple of this episode. Yes. Um. So yeah, it's uh we find out it's Krusty's birthday, and uh the chef is like, oh for uh for a special treat, I got your mom's recipe for matzo ball soup, but Krusty doesn't want to use his Jewish heritage on air, which I, mean, I think is fine. I mean. Like, I know we've talked about us being Jewish and all that fun jazz. But I think it's also kind of weird that he invited his dad on the show to, you know, say, oh, look, I'm Jewish. Here's my estranged father. Well, I think the whole point of him inviting his dad on the show wasn't to show that he was Jewish. It was to reconcile with his father. Yeah. I mean, kind of like a two-pronged effect, I guess. Yeah. But I like the, like, so I like the fact that he doesn't want to do it because 
you know, maybe he doesn't like, because Lisa's like, oh, it's it's sad that uh, Krusty is ashamed of his roots. And I don't know if Krusty is really ashamed or if he just doesn't want to bring religion onto his show. Well, Even well, though, yes, I understand he brought his dad on the show, but I feel like he just, he doesn't want that to be part of his identity as a clown on air. Yeah. Which I get that, you know, people don't want, you know, certain aspects of their life to be on air. They, they want to keep it personal. Yep. So, you know, whatever. Um, and, uh, so Homer, Homer comes into the room. I want to know what happened. I want to know what happened. He has a plunger stuck to his head. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. He was plunging the toilet. He got really aggressive with it. And then it, so you know how like the, the suction on it can get stuck to the inside of the bowl when you're plundering? That's the whole point of it. Uh, Yep, exactly. But it got super stuck. And when he yanked it really hard, it flew up in the air and landed on his bald head and got stuck there next um i i i don't know because this this isn't the the first time this has happened (laughs) oh it was also it was also remember he got a sugar daddy stuck to his back and we have no clue how that happened either Uh, homer has this innate ability to get things stuck to him yep so uh so then he's like trying to pull it off his head and he's able to get the stick off but not yes. the plunger. <laughs> yeah, well, man. That either so did the like. Did he put glue to the plunger? Was he like? Was he entertaining Maggie with the plunger? I mean, that could have been it. Like he was, and he like, stuck it to his head, and then it got stuck. And because we don't see Maggie in the scene, no. But I guess it is entirely possible that he was doing it as a gag with Le- with Maggie. Yeah, and he comes in, and he's like, uh, "Help! I can't get it off my head." And then Bart's like, what are you going to change your name to when you grow up? <laughs> Lois, Lois uh, Sanborn. And then uh, pointing to his chest, Bart says, Steve Bennett. Who the hell would want to be called Steve? Yeah. yeah. Who? Man, who wants to be called Steve? <laughs> Man, who? Who Who would dare choose or have such a name? I guess you didn't choose it. Mom yeah, I did, didn't choose but... it. But still, who? Anyways, so uh, we get... Uh, so we kind of get our intro into what this episode is going to be like. Uh, we get itchy and scratchy and dazed and contused. Which <laughs> when did when did uh, Fast Times at or no when did Dazed and Confused come out? Eighties. Okay, so that's obviously a play on Dazed and Confused. I don't know why I was thinking Fast Mount Times at Ridgemont High, but same concept, mm, sort of. Uh, and so like so I feel like we never like anytime we see an itchy and scratchy episode we never see the written by credits no and so this is written by Milt Feinberg and High Levin and that's gonna be like I I, like because that's part of the episode and plot line because they're like oh the writers so the the, the entire point of this episode is itchy hits scratchy on the head with a mallet and then (laughs) scratchy ow Ow. So okay, so in your estimation, which which episode is better? This one or the lemonade episode? They're both equally bad. <laughs> At least oh no no. I'll say the lemonade episode. So here's the thing with the lemonade episode, that's because March forced the like the studio to do nice things to influence younger viewers to do nice things. This episode was so they could shoehorn in a uh PSA and I'll get to that in just a second because I like the fact that Lisa's like 
oh, this is really bad. And Bart's like, no, 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 they're building to something because they kind of do in every, uh, yeah, it didn't build to anything good. And so then we get Itchy and Scratchy telling kids to say no to drugs. And this is actually a real, this is a jab at real life cartoon specials meant to broadcast anti-drug violence messages. And those were also hand-fisted and poorly made like this ep- this episode of Itchy and Scratchy, especially in the late 80s and early 90s, which I don't really remember too much about that. Where like I, I vaguely remember that kind of happening or hearing about that happening with cartoons. Yeah. But um yeah, that's that's just fantastic. Yeah. That like they were just like there's a lot of little things in this episode where they make fun of like real life things that happen. Which is not I mean, this is kind of I mean, Simpsons really don't do too no. much real world inner intertwining i think in the in the later later seasons they get a little bit more involved with with intertwining but i i mean really in the early early 90s episodes and even early 2000 episodes they really didn't intermingle too much with real life but i feel like i feel like the simpsons of the golden years did a lot of what kind of what south park is now but like they turned down the raunchiness where they like reference things and made fun of things in real life but to a subtle degree where obviously South Park, it's it's slams you right in the face, which yep. is fine. I love South Park. Um, so then I love how we cut back to Krusty in the in the bill. And this is also kind of a subplot of this episode where they cut back to Krusty smoking and he's like he could pull a better cartoon out of his and they cut him off at the word ass. He's like, eh. <laughs> hey, the kids. Kids are, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they cut back and Lisa's like, this leaves a bad, uh, that, that is, that is as bad taste as the itchy and scratchy and Sambo cartoons was from the late thirties. And this is a reference to the many theatrical cartoons, particularly ones made by Disney and Warner brothers studios that are banned from airing. And there are some on DVD release, kind of like the Simpsons now, like, this is almost like a, a meta joke as well, without it really being meta, because obviously at the time they didn't know they were going to have episodes that were controversial. Yeah. And also due to outdated stereotypes of black people, like uh, like the crows in um, Dumbo. Yep. So like itchy and Sambo cartoons. So yeah, they kind of they kind of went after some some people in this episode. Yeah. And it's funny because now they're owned by Disney. Yep, exactly. Uh, so Lisa says that the writers should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> and Bart asks, what do, car- do oh, cartoons have writers? <laughs> I love the meta. What is with the, like, this is like one of the very few instances that Simpsons do a meta joke. And I don't think they do it often. No. But so. yeah, that's <laughs> the cartoons have writers. I don't think so. We're not in a cartoon, are we? And then Bart says uh, they could write a better cartoon because yep. I mean, hey, Bart, Lisa, their kids—they watch a numerous amounts of Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah, and I, I mean, I always sometimes I feel like I'm sitting watching a, a show. I'm like, I could write this so much better. Oh yeah, I so. I do that all. Like even with movies too, I'm like. 
why, why I could write a better scene than this kind of thing. Yep. And I like how Lisa ponders writing a cartoon and Bart <laughs> asks if he's thinking what she's thinking. If Bart says, no, no, no. She asked Bart if he's, if she is thinking what he is thinking. Yeah. It's like, and, yeah, probably not. And he's thinking <laughs> of holding Santa at gunpoint and stealing his sleigh. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think Lisa was thinking that. No, no. And I, and that goes definitely to Bar- Bart's character of wanting to do that. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I who wouldn't want to steal Santa's sleighs and take all the toys? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, now Marge is, uh, Marge says it's uh, odd that they didn't send a, uh, so Marge is going through, I like this, so Marge is going through the mail, because that's yeah, so what people yeah. did in the 90s, they went through the mail. I still now, go through the mail. Now, now people, my mail just what? In, yeah, now, now my mail just sits in a box, and I collect it, like, once a week. Oh. Cause, cause, well, you still have to go through it. Yeah. And then she's like, first notice, second notice, some guys are coming. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> Homer didn't pay his uh, bills again. Yeah. And so, because apparently they, they're they they're down on money again. Yes. And so then she sees a letter for a high school reunion. And, and I, want, I want to specifically point out, she says, our high school reunion. I watched that scene like four times to make sure I heard the words correctly. And this is this is the start of why I hate this B plot. Because first of all, Homer is uh older than March. Yep. We know this. And we at this point in the series, there has never been discussion of Homer being held back grades. Yeah, because they weren't both which is kind of weird though. Because when you look at the way we were, yeah. and Homer asked Marge to go to the prom, I mean, yes, you can always ask kids in younger grades to go. Yeah. I mean, you can, but yeah. more majority of the time, it's seniors asking seniors. It's yes, that's usually what. It I mean, is. I went with a junior for my senior prom. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, for for Marge to say this is our high school reunion, just uh, it's just. It, now, it's not to say at this point, because, I mean, well, no, Marge has had a birthday, and we know she's younger than Homer. Yeah, but I guess the only saving grace is we learn that Homer, well, we'll learn in a minute that Homer never graduated. So maybe, and this is this is also going to bug the crap out so, of me. <laughs> so maybe, maybe he did get held. We never actually see him go through graduation, so maybe no. he did get held back a couple of years, and fake graduated with marge i don't don't, like that like so clearly marge thinks homer graduated college like this whole high school or high school like this whole subplot to me just because i've seen more simpsons episodes like obviously in the vacuum of okay if this is the first time i saw this episode maybe i think it's okay but even prior to this episode we know homer is older than marge we don't know that homer was held back any grades it's just, I, I don't, it, it bothers me to, to a certain degree that it probably shouldn't, but it does. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so now, uh, you know, Marge says, it's odd that they didn't sell, tell you one. And Homer's like, this is it, Homer. Time to tell the terrible secret from your past. Also, now again, it's Homer. <laughs> he wants to be honest with Marge. Just lie. Yeah. Marge. Just lie. He did. Marge. I hate those uh, fancy soaps <laughs> you bought for the bathroom. Oh my God. <laughs> No, the other secret in Homer's brain's like, oh no, the other other secret, Marge. I never graduated from high school. That still doesn't explain why you hate my soap. Wait, 
Maybe it does. <laughs> so why just like why like just tell just tell and the other thing too is most schools well maybe not, but like so I know for my high school reunion, we did it mainly through Facebook because that's how people do things these days. Yep. Uh, did you did you do your tenure through Facebook or was it kind of like a texting situation or Dude, I haven't done anything with any high school reunion you never went to your 10 year never went to my 10 year 15 year and 20 year is this year it is and i'm probably and i haven't heard anything about it so oh i don't so i'm not i'm not i don't care yeah well i kind of wanted i kind of wanted to go to my my 10 year because there was a couple people i hadn't seen in in and since graduating that i would have liked to talk to um but I think our I think our dad gets like letters. Yeah, well, mom just got one. She is her whatever five hundredth high school anniversary. Five hundredth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how old she is, but she's 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 gonna be doing one in like a year. I, you want me to text mom and tell her you don't know how old she is when she when she literally just had a real birthday last year? Yeah, she turned 16. 16. 16. So. Yeah. Um, but so like, I feel like if you're going to send letters and this is like their 25th, I think. Yeah. Or like, or, very or, close or, to it or something like that. How would you not know that Marge is married to Homer? Once you just send one. So like, I would think it would just be maybe Marge's high school reunion, not Homer's. All right. So now, uh, you know, Marge. I like how Marge has to, you know, uh, figure out now. She's pondering why, you know, how is Homer a nuclear technician now? Yeah. Well, well, he he never passed remedial science one A. Yep. How do you not pass remedial science one A? It's Homer. He has a crayon in his brain. Oh, yeah. spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, I like how I like how he's like Homer tells her to X nay on the uh, nuclear nay etician tay. So now we've uh, uh, spoken twice uh, Pig Latin during this episode. Yep. And then I like how Marge's like, Homer, what did you do? How does she not know what Pig Latin is? Is she dumb? Is she dumb by association? Maybe. It's, it's Pig Latin. And I love how like Homer freaks out and doesn't know what he said. Yep. Yeah. It's such a, I hate this B, I hate the B storyline so much. It's yeah. It's so bad. All right, so uh, so now we uh, get How to Get Rich Writing Cartoons by John Swaltzwelder, who's a writer on The Simpsons. Which I, Did he I, write this episode? Uh, no, he did not. Okay. The writer so, the writer, writer, so the writers of this episode are making fun of another writer. Got yep, it. Yeah, because, I mean, look, at he got rich by writing cartoons, so, I yeah. mean, it'd be a good book for him to write. Yeah. And then first thing, just to let you guys know, we're only going to give you the first thing. <laughs> only going to give you the first thing to get rich. If you, because... if you want, if you want the rest of the steps, you have to buy the book. Yes. Or get behind our paywall, which we don't yes. have yet. Um, uh, first thing you need to write a cartoon is a setting. So, uh, so Bart's like a setting setting and he looks out his window in the, or Lisa's window, because I think they're in Lisa's room. And he watches Homer trimming the hedges. And <laughs> Homer accidentally trims off Marge's hair because she's sitting next to the hedge for some weird... <laughs> like, obviously, it's just a plot convenience. And so he cuts off Marge's hairs with the hedge trimmers. And then he, like, looks at it. He finds a branch, sticks the branch into Marge's uh, uncut hair, like, on her head. 
puts the branch in, takes her hair, sticks it on the branch, and just kind of shifts it, and then runs away. Yep. That was oh. that was really funny. But but then March Hare has super growing capabilities because yeah. now it's it's full when and it's funny, I love how it just never comes up the rest of the episode. Yeah. Like, Homer, remember that time that you chopped my all my hair off yeah. when you were trimming the hedges? I it's such a I, I get why they did it. Yeah. And then I, I love how like Bart's like the setting should be a barber shop. Which is, you know, for Bart that's kind of brilliant. Yeah, he he took uh, put two and two together, cutting yeah. hair, uh, barbershop. And so Lisa's like, all right, well, how about we have Itchy chop off Scratchy's head at the barbershop? But Bart's like, that's too predictable. It and is. I mean, it is. I, and that was it a good is. idea. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. But yeah, very predictable for, for Scratchy. And so Bart's like, well, how about we have Itchy pour barbecue sauce on Scratchy's head and then have Itchy dump flesh-eating ants on Scratchy. And he's like, and the rest writes itself. Now, my question is, do ants... Well, I guess it is kind of a sugar barbecue sauce. Yes. So I guess ants would have a, have a field day with, with uh And it's also, flesh, it's also flesh-eating ants. So. Well, that's just so it eats through Scratchy. I'm just saying yeah. that ants go after barbecue Sugary. sauce. Yeah. It is they go sugar. after a lot of... They go after a lot of food. Yeah. Yeah. Good pull. Good pull with the barbecue. I think the barbecue yeah. sauce was definitely a good a good pull. Yeah. So they finished write, writing the episode, and I love how, like, Bart's like, you should put my name first. And she was like, I disagree. All right, there's only one way to settle this. Oh, my I God. suggest a race around the world. We'll meet, <laughs> a, we'll meet in London at noon, and the queen will drop the flag. <laughs> yeah. Lisa's like, look, there's only one way to settle this. Rock, paper, scissors. And Lisa's brain. Poor, predictable Bart. Always take rock. <laughs> and Bart's like, good old rock. Nothing beats that. Rock. Paper. Don't. Don't. <laughs> God. Uh, oh, that is probably, of this uh, whole episode, one of my uh, favorite lines. Uh, but okay. but there is a line in this episode that I use often. Very we'll get to often. Yep. So now, now apparently there's a psychological trick with rock, paper, scissors, where if like you're like talking to the person, like you're about to do it and you use your hand in a certain way, like maybe you, you have the number two on your hand or like you ball it into a fist or like open it. But like, as you're talking to the person and you do that constantly, their brain will think of throwing what your hand looks like. And then you pick the thing that beats it. I don't know if it works, but there is apparently a psychological component to doing rock, paper, scissors in that manner. Oh. So if, if you want to try it on your friends and let me know <laughs> if it works, I would be I would be uh, happy to know. So um, they send their script to Itchy and, Scra- Itchy and Scratchy Productions and Roger Myers is like reading over scripts and he doesn't like it, so he has a secretary send a writer in, and he just made this we like I, I this this scene like disconnected for me from this episode from for some weird reason it was a very big disconnect, and he throws uh he makes fun of the guy at Harvard, and um apparently uh the people at uh, the Simpsons hate. Harvard. Yeah. People that went to so, so Mike Reese and Al Jean were both writers at the Har- uh, Harvard Lampoon. Yeah. Um, and they just, it, it, for them, it felt like the comedy that the Harvard Lampoon was writing was just uh, not, it was, it just was not good. 
Yeah. And so they, a lot of times they, so they left obviously and, yeah. you know, started, started writing for the Simpsons, but yeah, they, they definitely were not big fans of Harvard writers. Oh, and gotcha. so that's, that's where this joke comes from is. And I is, love how like he, uh, Roger asked the guy to sing and he throws a piece of paper in his mouth. Well, yeah, he's singing the Harvard, Harvard uh, like song, song, whatever that's called. Not the fight song. It's the like school songs. Yeah, there he goes. Uh, there is also a itchy and scratchy daff. I almost said daff. Duff ad um, in Roger Meyer's office, which yeah. kind of cool. And so you know, Roger reads the script. I think he finds it funny, and then but he sends it back to Lisa and Bart, and they rejected it um, because, <laughs> as Lisa thinks, they don't think. They're taken seriously because they're kids. Now, how would how would Roger Myers know that Lisa and Bart are kids? Did he have them like looked up? Um, well, we haven't had them met yet, unless it was. Well, I don't know if he. Well, he obviously didn't know who they were. Maybe he didn't know who they were because the whole Marge versus Itchy Scratchy thing. I feel yeah. like Bart and Lisa would have been involved. Yeah. ever so slightly. And they haven't met him yet because they haven't done the... Uh... It's po- Well, it is possible that he knows who Bart is because he did save Krusty yeah. from going to jail. So it's possible he knows who they are. But, I, I, I mean, if you think it's fun, or maybe because they're children, he can't use it because they're children... Maybe either that or either that or he uh, thinks the names Bart and Lisa are kid names and not yeah. grown up names. Which Bart, it could, ooh, that, was... that, that that it can either be an well, even Lisa that could be like an old woman's name. Well, yeah. So um, so then they decide uh, like to put an old person's name on it, and they decide to go with Grandpa Abe. And uh, Bart's like, yeah, he's pretty out of it. There's that whole month where he uh, wrote, uh, wrote, uh, let uh, people use his checkbook. Yep. And then I like how, so then we cut to Grandpa writing. He's like, when I read your magazine, I don't see one wrinkled face or a single toothless grin. For shame. <laughs> and and, uh, and he, he's, yeah, he's writing, writing a letter to the uh, sickos at Modern Bride magazine. <laughs> Uh, oh, Abe, uh, he's, oh, he's out of it. It's oh, funny. Yeah. And so, uh, Lisa and Bart come to visit him to ask him what his first name is. And to me, I'm a little surprised. A, why didn't they just go to Homer or Marge? Cause they don't, they, I don't, I don't know. I guess I, I don't, I guess I don't know why they went there. But yeah, unless like- unless they thought uh, Homer and Marge were going to ask too many questions where Lisa's smart <laughs> enough. She could be like, like if like, OK, let's say they go to Homer and Marge. They're like, oh, what's grandpa's first name? And Marge be like, well, why do you want to know? We're like, oh, we're just we're curious. We Because like I always ask mom and dad every once in a great while what dad's middle name is. Yeah, because dad dad refuses to tell me his middle name. <laughs> Wait, I think I do. I know it. I know it starts with a C. It's like Cecil or something like that. Yeah, just steal his driver's license. That'll work. It's it's not on there. Really? No. Wisconsin Why doesn't. Would... Wisconsin doesn't. Uh, they do middle initial. Well, they don't require a middle name, but every like I know Pete. Like I think oh. mine has my middle initial on it. Maybe Minnesota requires your whole middle name. What? Yeah, that's dumb. 
Um, so anyways, so, uh, I love how, like, so they go to grandpa and they're like, Hey grandpa, what's your first name? And Abe freaks out because he thinks, <laughs> he thinks they're making his tombstone. <laughs> well, Hey man, he's, he's uh one foot in the grave at this point, man. Yeah. But, uh, dude, I, I do like grandpa's response. He's, he's like, uh, well, whenever I'm confused, I just check my underwear. It holds the answer to all the important questions. <laughs> and he rips off his underwear. Yeah, he rips yeah. off his underwear, and he's like Abraham Simpson. And he's like, Grandpa, how did you take your underwear off without <laughs> taking your pants off? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe the underwear were just really old. Maybe, but they, lo- but maybe they look like old. maybe they're like Elliot's underwear where they have Velcro on the left and right hand side so he can easily like unvelcro the sides to take them off. And so Grandpa's underwear velcroed on the side, so when he ripped them off, the Velcro came came off. Maybe, but they but the the underwear looked whole. Oh, then I don't know. It's also a cartoon. I think that I think that's probably a nod at like Looney Tunes and stuff like that. But I love how Grandpa's like, I don't know. <laughs> and so the next episode, uh, so so now I think they're watching it, right? Yes, now they're watching it. Oh no, no, no! Now they send it in. They send it in again with Grandpa's name. Oh, on it. so yeah. they send it in, and so they have their episode. They named it this time oh, the yeah, Little yeah. Barber Shop of Horrors, which is awesome. It's a reference to Little Shop of Horrors. Which is a musical and a movie. Yep. And uh, so I like how the Harvard guy returns and wants his mug. So Roger Myers throws his nameplate at him again. I think they just use, just like we'll learn later on, they use the exact same, uh, uh, what's that called? Um, running gag? Running, not, no, uh, well, yeah, it was the same running gag, but they use the same uh, cells, the same animation cells. Oh, to, yeah, 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 yeah. To, to do that. Yeah. Um. And so you know, Roger Myers has the secretary call Abe. Yeah. And uh, he, he he's like, and, I don't know anything about the cartoons. And yeah, then you know, like, and then, I, I, I didn't I didn't do the, I didn't do the itchy. I, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, then she mentioned, well, I have an eight hundred dollar check here for you. I did the Iggy. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. I love it. Oh, that's so uh, great. Yes, I did the Iggy. If, hey, man. Hey, man. If anyone ever called me and said, yeah, we have a check here for you. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Don't know what it is. I did it. Sure. Give me the money. Yeah. And so now we go to the Springfield High School 1974 reunion. Yeah. And uh, Homer is looking through his yearbook. And this is this is the quote <laughs> right here. I use this quote all the time. And I try to get my wife, Shay. To say this, whenever I eat, like, a big meal, anything, yeah. I always want to say, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. <laughs> God, I'd use that to a degree, man. To be fair, I feel like that's kind of just a, a tame quote. Because I say it, I say it too, but not in reference to anything. I say it because I can't freaking believe I ate the entire meal. <laughs> but then I always get trying to get, get, get Shay to say I want her to say it. I'm like, you gotta say it. You know, you know, you want to say it. And <laughs> no, then, she clearly doesn't. I know. But then we get below activities. None. Sports. None. Honors. None. <laughs> Homer has a very bland yearbook. But do yeah. we, do we didn't do, do, I guess, do we have senior 
We had senior clothes. Yeah. yeah, quotes. I didn't. Oh, my senior yearbook. I don't think I had a quote. No, I don't. I'm trying. Like to... my senior. Like I know I put my senior picture into the yearbook because you could submit those. Yeah, but I don't think I. I don't. I. I don't. I think there's a few people in my senior class who did quotes, but I. I didn't like. I think for our senior yearbook, our parents could pay like extra to like say something nice to us. Which yeah. clearly our mom and dad were not gonna do. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't remember doing. Uh, and I don't. I mean, I don't think we ever had like a senior profile like this where it said what sports yeah. we did. And there are. I mean, there's high schools that do that. Yeah, I don't think ours was. No. And so then you know Homer sitting on the couch is like, it'll be great to see the whole <laughs> gang, including Potsy, Ralph Mel, and the Fonz. <laughs> and Marge, Marge's like. Those are the happy days. And Homer's like, they weren't all happy days. <laughs> and then he like, and then I think he gives like a plot to one of the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That was so good. Oh. Uh, and then, uh, then we get the class of 1974. And then their slogan apparently is, hey, sit on it. <laughs> I think that might be from happy days. I'm not sure. I never yeah. watched the happy days. Oh, and then, and then we, uh, I, I don't know if this ever would happen at any reunion. I, like I said, I've never been to one, but yeah. pr- the prince principal Dondelinger was at the, uh, at the front entrance greeting everyone. I, yeah. I don't know if that's a normal tradition. No. For... Well, because so I know for a fact, my 10 year high school reunion wasn't even at the high school. It was at some restaurant. Did you, like, pr- did the principal even show? Probably. I didn't go. Oh, right. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Why would we invite the principal to our our 10-year high school reunion? Yep. And I like how he he greets Marge as Mrs. Bouvier. Yeah. Like, apparently, well, I guess she doesn't have to know his whole, her whole life story, I guess. But yeah. uh, but then he's like, sir, we're not letting in any of the Vangrids. <laughs> but if you'd like to sleep in the school or uh, get a free meal or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll, he's like, don't. It's like, oh, Simpson. <laughs> How does he not recognize Homer? I know that's kind of weird. weird. Um, and because uh, I mean, Homer was a troublemaker in high school. Like, yeah, principals don't forget those people. No, not at all. It, uh, Homer, I guess, is forgettable. But then we uh, we get into the the having apparently a dance. Like it's a school yeah. dance of some kind. I get like I said, never been to a reunion. Don't know how yeah. it works. But they're doing the hustle. Okay, sorry. Yep. And then, so now we see Artie Ziff walking up where, okay, first of all, he's not voiced by John Lovis this episode. He's uh, voiced by Dan Castellaneta. And not only that, but does he really look like the Artie Ziff from the way we were? I I mean, he's a little bit. A little bit. But I think the future episode when we see Artie Ziff, it looks more like that. But I think this episode, he just did not have the... He had the Artie Ziff appearance, just not really the Artie Ziff look. Maybe it was a fake Artie Ziff. I mean, it wasn't voiced by John Lovitz, so yeah. maybe, so I, maybe, maybe because he's super rich, he sent he like has a clone. Yeah, maybe but the clone doesn't look like yeah. him. And so I like how Artie just you know is all stinking rich and and tries to rub it in Homer's face, and Homer's like, "Well, I bet you traded it all in for one night with uh, Marge." And Artie Bowser's is like, "Yes, I would." And Homer's like thinking about a rage again, <laughs> and Marge nudges what? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if he's gonna give it all up to Homer for one night, hey, for one night, I've no, been... you don't do that to your wife. Oh, damn. 
I didn't realize that. So then we get the uh, class clown. Uh, he's performing the Cheech and Chong Dave's Not Here sketch. <laughs> Dave's Not Here, man. And I love how Homer's like, Homer's Not Here, man. <laughs> he's like, yes, yes. So uh, now apparently they do awards, which apparently is a thing at high school. Re- now, I remember my high school year, um, we did vote on awards before like the end of high school, which yep. basically is just a popularity contest. Yep. And uh, so Homer wins an award for most weight gained. And uh, I love how Homer's acceptance speech is like, I discovered a meal between breakfast and brunch. I know I had to rewind that because I thought I didn't hear it correctly. I think he's, didn't he also invent a meal between uh, like brunch and lunch or lunch and dinner? Lunch and dinner. Brenner. Yeah, I think he. No, that's a real thing. Oh, is it? Yes. No, but I think that is in the in a Simpson episode where he discovers a meal between uh, lunch and dinner too. Well, I know in Scrubs they do uh, breakfast for dinner and they call that Brenner. No, that's a different. That's completely different. <laughs> but having pancakes for dinner, anyways. Um, who doesn't want to have pancakes for dinner? Uh, so, and then Homer also wins for most improved odor. Hey, that's a good award. Yeah, that's I think a good I one. think Homer should be very proud of that one. Yes. So then we see all of his uh, all of his awards on the table, and uh, he has oldest car, most <laughs> hair lost. Wait, and- wait, 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 wait! Though, are you sure? Because he didn't. He doesn't still have his green, uh, green car that he had. Well, we don't know how old his pink car is. Well, no, but it wouldn't be the well. Okay. But you don't know what, uh, well, how do they know what year Homer bought that pink car? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, most hair lost and then lowest paying job. And I was like, but he's a nuclear technician. So I looked this up and according to indeed.com as of October 6th of 2021, the average salary for a nuclear technician is $63,000 a year. So this is 1993. I don't know what inflation is. So he's probably making like 35, 40 a year, which is pretty good for 93. Yeah, that's pretty good. I would say if I had a guess, it's probably between 35 to 40,000 a year. What's Homer blowing all his money on? Well, he's not blowing it on anything. They said it's the lowest paying job of Anybody at the reunion, which I find hard to believe. Oh, very hard to believe. They, I that's that's a bad award. I don't agree with that. Unless they thought he was still working at the at the drive-through. Yeah, but okay. Look at look at his awards though. Okay, so most lost hair. That's visual. You can see yes. that walking in the door. Yes. Oldest car. I mean, if you saw him driving in his pink car, you don't know when he bought that. Yeah, unless everybody else has like brand new freaking. <laughs> cars at the reunion yeah also but- how do they uh, also how do they find out all this stuff like do they send out uh and, and, and a reminder he didn't even get an invite to this reunion <laughs> so why does he have all these awards i told you this piece <laughs> this piece storyline is garbage <laughs> oh my god and I'm then just- and then on top of it as they're about to hand out another award most likely going to homer oh no he did win it yeah, for um, traveling, traveling the least to get to the... So everyone got out of Springfield? Everyone? Everyone. And then, but like... What well, Marge, tie- Marge didn't get out of, the, out of Springfield. Yeah, so why didn't, why didn't Marge <laughs> and Homer both win this award? Because they both came from the same house? Like, how bad was this reunion committee putting this reunion together? 
God, it's so bad. So and then he uh, so he wins the award for traveling the least to get to the reunion, which apparently Marge doesn't qualify for. Um, and the principal interrupts to tell everybody that Homer never graduated because apparently this was the point that he went through the permanent records to find out Homer never passed remedial science 1A and he never graduated. The principal would know this in 1974, <laughs> right? <laughs> he should have known that when Homer walked in the front door because he was greeting everyone. Like you, how do you not like Homer, like Homer, if Homer never graduated, I'm fairly certain the school sends you a, a notification. Hey, you didn't earn enough credits to graduate high school. Yeah. But here's the other thing. So I'm guessing the person that sent out the invitations went through the permanent records to find out who gets an invitation. The principal didn't send out the invitations. So but he's probably... the principal, but he's the principal. He should know. And why do they still have the permanent records from 1974 at the high school? Well, I think they keep all of those for everybody for years, unless the school burns down and the permanent records are destroyed. I don't know. It's just, I, I like, don't get me wrong. There are funny parts to this B plot, but the problem is they don't make sense. <laughs> Look at this. It's a five foot, six, seven foot Wookiee <laughs> on Endor. <laughs> it doesn't make not... sense. <laughs> Uh, so as so the so the principal tells everybody that homer never graduated and then everybody laughs at homer and i hate the storyline and we're gonna move on so um also oh prior prior to us moving on from the storyline barney apparently is there in a tuxedo and he makes fun of homer and somebody asks where homer uh barney's cummerbund (laughs) is and he's like it fell in the toilet because he's like nobody can sink lower than that and apparently barney can although is that really like because i mean i guess barney is fat so i guess so okay so barney shouldn't be at this to to your point barney shouldn't have been at this reunion either because barney and homer were both seniors well didn't barney graduate from high school though yeah, yeah, I think he did graduate. But so, but if it's Marge's reunion, Barney and Barney's still older uh, than Marge. Yeah, that's true. I I hate it. Um so so Homer tells Marge he has his pride and he's going to go to night school to finish high school, which okay, to be fair, great. He wants to prove everybody wrong that he yeah. can finish high school. So uh so now we go back to our good storyline. Um <laughs> and uh Abe goes to visit Roger Roger Myers for his check. Yeah. And uh and so <laughs> he's like check. check. He's like, "Now give me another one." <laughs> <laughs> you definitely sound like a writer. <laughs> yeah, so so uh Roger's hi- uh, Roger hires him and uh, Abe, uh he's like and Abe complains that his chest hurts. <laughs> oh, my chest. And so... Uh, um, he's so introducing Abe, him to, like, all the other writers. Oh, and uh, Abe's like, I, he's like, I spent 40 years as a night watchman for a cranberry silo. Yeah, he's like, tell, he's like, Roger Myers, like, tell oh, these punks your life story. <laughs> and... It's, I don't know if that's true, because in the next episode, he also tells a story that can't possibly be true. Well, and we was, know it's Abe, so... Well, he was a he was a war hero. Yes. So we do know that he was in... But what we don't know what he did after, but he did have his own little farm thing. Remember with the hippies? Yeah. yeah. So he could have been a night watchman for a cranberry silo. That is true. But not for 40 years. No, probably not for that long. So then we cut back to the Krusty the Clown. And now he has a he now he's showing off the kids uh showing off to the kids his nicotine patch. Yes. Do you know how do you want to know how many nicotine patches Krusty has? 
uh, when we get there, because this is just his first one. Oh, is he only on his first one? Oh, you're yeah, right. Because then he tries to lick it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the way to get nicotine out of... Uh, uh, no. Because it, it doesn't... Nicotine, nicotine patch just injects the nicotine into your body Correct. from so the, the patch. Whole, yeah, so the whole point of the patch is to... So when you're craving a cigarette, you put the patch on and it... And it, it gives you, it, I think it gives a you a lower little amount. Bit of, yeah, lower oh, yeah. amount than what Cause a the cigarette whole Because the whole point of a nicotine patch is you crave, you crave the nicotine, you put it on, it gives it to you, but it gives you a less dose and it's supposed to wean you off of not smoking cigarettes. Yes. And then I like how Krusty just goes and starts licking it because, yes. you know. And so now Bart and Lisa are at home watching their cartoon and, you know, Lisa, uh, Bart's like, turn it up. And he scoots yeah, you know, oh, yeah. closer to the, closer TV. to the uh, TV. Yeah, uh, I like how Lisa on the remote changes the channel instead of the volume button. How do yeah. you not know what your volume buttons are? Come on. Yeah, and they watch enough TV that she should know. I love how they like also they both scream. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then well they, we've I mean I'm pretty sure we've done that too where we're watching something and we want to like ch- I I think I've done that before. No, I no I I will give Lisa. The benefit of the doubt, because I've done this before where I'm watching something and I want to turn up the volume, but I'm not looking at the remote and I hit the wrong button. Oh, and so, yeah. And then uh, so now she cha- finally changes the channel back and it's the credits. So they got missed the entire yeah. cartoon, except for Elvis blowing out uh, Scratchy's head in the TV. Yes. <laughs> this show sucks. <laughs> and then uh, we get a title card um, for the credits um, that that reads for a transcript of this episode, send twenty five dollars to the station. Um, were there any words spoken aside from Elvis? I don't think so. It'd be a that, one page, not even a one page. Be and like, I like, uh, you know, to be fair, when uh, when Roger Meyer is actually flipping through the itchy and scratchy script, it looks like a you know. 30, yeah. 40 page script. Well, well, so here's the thing. Even with an animated show with even no words, you still have to write a script because you have interior, exterior, like the actions of the uh, characters in the show. Like even even in silent films, they still had a script. Well, I know that, but I don't think it's going to be 30, 40 pages long. No, maybe. no, no. It'll be like probably five. Well, I do like this kind of reminds me of another graining property futurama where the uh single uh single female lawyer episode where fry writes the script he's like it took me an hour to write i thought it would take an hour to read yeah <laughs> all right and so besides copying the simpsons credits the itchy and scratchy credits also parodied the sequence scene at the end of many tv shows produced by the late uh stephen cannell where cannell sits at the typewriter in his office and throws a sheet of paper into the air with it forming parts of his production company's logo. So in the episode, Itchy and Scratchy are seen at a desk. Scratchy pulls a sheet out of his typewriter, throws it into the air, where it forms an I and an S for Itchy and Scratchy Productions logo. Yep. Nice. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Neat little neat little reference. Yep. And so now we can cut back to the Simpson house, and, yep. uh, you know, Bart and Lisa are sitting there, and, you know, Homer walks in, it's like, I want to tell you guys, kids, a secret. Um, I never graduated high school. Well, no, no, no. So he's well, like, yeah. Well, Bart's like, you know, Bart's, you know, says, well, we'll still have our love and respect. Yeah. And you know, Homer tells Bart, at least about not graduating. Bart <laughs> just laughs. <laughs> and then, uh, as ensued, Homer uh, chokes Bart out for yeah. you know, laughing at him for not graduating uh, high yep. school. To yeah. be fair, Bart, 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 you're not going to graduate high school. 
You're well, a you're a you're a male Simpson. We don't know that. He could become Supreme Court justice in some future, you know, to reality. Remember, we the Simpsons live in a multiverse. <laughs> and one of those multiverses part because of Supreme Court justice. This is true. Yep. And so I like how Abe just randomly drops by the house, all dressed up in a suit to tell Homer that he's got a job telling a cat and mouse what to do. I, I mean, technically, that's true. Yeah. He does and, tell a. I mean, not like literally he does not tell a cat and mouse what to do, but. You know. Right. He uh, uh, apparently he is well enough to know that. uh Apparently that's that's his job. That's uh, yeah. that's what he does. Yep. And so I like how Homer imagines wheeling Grandpa off to the nut house because <laughs> you know that's. Uh... I mean, to be fair, if I came to your door in a in a nice suit like that and I told you, "Hey, Steve, I got a job telling a cat and mouse what to do," you would think I'd gone crazy too. Yep. And so now we get uh, Bart and Lisa telling you know what they did. Yeah. And then you know Lisa's like, "Well, then we put your name on the script and send it in." And I like how Bart's like, did you wonder why you were getting checks for doing absolutely nothing? <laughs> I was like, I figured because the Democrats were in power again. Uh, which, man. which I mean, overall, that's usually, I would say, true. But uh, yeah, I the, feel in like the, I, in the year of 2020, when Trump was in office and obviously he had very little, little, little control over it. I mean, there were people that got the unemployment checks, the bonus $600 Oh, the stimulus check. checks? Yeah. Well, no, not the stimulus, the unemployment checks. Uh, well, or, that was all, but that the thing is, that was like passed by Congress. Exactly. So, so the Democrats. But to really be fair, did, but to be fair, any. but to be fair, that took a lot of hair pulling to get that done. But, anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's half true. Half true. But, yeah. I mean, actually, during the, the airing of this episode, yes, the, uh, yeah. they were in, in, uh, Yes, well, Bill Clinton was uh, was president. president by this time. Yes, yep. and so Lisa suggests that Bart, you know, keep writing the episodes, and they can split the money three ways. <laughs> and Abe's like, "Well, I better sleep on it," and then falls asleep because that's he has to sleep on it. Yep. And then Bart wakes up Grandpa and asks why he woke him up because he was having a nice dream about being the queen of the <laughs> old west. <laughs> oh, uh, God. And then, uh, you know, Bart asks if they have a deal. And Babe's like, yeah, sure. And then falls back asleep. And then we see his dream where there's like two guys, two cowboys dueling over him. And he's like, and he's like, you you boys could both have me. And they're like, okay, yay. And shoot off their guns. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. That was really yeah. good. And uh, so Roger invites uh, Lisa and Bart on a tour because they're at the studio helping write, help Abe write the episodes. Yeah. But I'm assuming Roger Myers just thinks, oh, his uh, grandkids are here to visit. Yes. And so now he wants them to come out on a tour and he asks Abe, uh, <laughs> do you want to come? And Abe's like, uh, are there any stairs? And Rod- Roger Myers says, uh, one. Ah, nuts to you. <laughs> I love it. It's great. So, uh, so, you know, now Roger Myers is showing Lisa and Bart around and Lisa's like, man, it must be really expensive to produce all the, uh, all these cartoons. And uh, Roger tells Lisa that they sometimes cut corners by having the animators reuse the background over and over and over again. And as this is happening, all we see in the hallway that they're walking down is a push broom lady 
a door, and a water cooler, which we see four and a half times in the exact same order. Yeah, because oh, they're yeah. they're making fun of the fact that animators use the same background, and I love it. Well, I mean, it's they great. always did that in Looney Tunes, like when Roadrunner yeah. and Coyote would run past things, yeah. it would always be the same thing. Now, to be fair, the Simpsons up to this point have used quite a few reframed cells to uh, yeah. uh, cut time. I mean, to be I mean to be fair, they've also used the same couch gag like five freaking times. So uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now now we cut to the adult education center. Where Homer is take, retaking remedial science one A, and his teacher is Principal Dondelinger for yeah. uh, because he uh, <laughs> the reason he is the teacher is uh, his wife just passed away, and he thought teaching would ease the pain. Which you know, okay, that's fair. You don't want to be home by yourself, and you want to be surrounded by other people. And I love how Homer asks him <laughs> if it'll be out on the test, and he's like, "No, Simpson." And like, come back and he raised dead wife on the notebook. <laughs> That was good. Uh, and and so now we cut back to Krusty the Clown, who is covered in nicotine patches. And how many nicotine patches is he covered in? Okay, so Krusty the Clown has 27 nicotine patches that are visible, mind you, okay. on Krusty. Uh, I love how he yells for Mel to put hey, another Mel, one on. bring me another nicotine patch. I think there's some space on my butt. <laughs> Oh my god, it's just, it's, that's, I love that running gag through this episode. Yeah. Because the first scene, he's smoking, and then the next one, he's got one nicotine patch, and now he's got several. So now, uh, now he's here to introduce uh, another itchy and scratchy cartoon called Screams from a Mall, <laughs> which is obviously written by Abe. And so in this episode, Itchy nails Scratchy's feet to an escalator, and uh, as, so Scratchy goes up, and he is skinned by the escalator, and Itchy takes Scratchy's fur into a fine fur store and sells it. And a man and a woman come out and a woman has bought it. And so um, <laughs> Scratchy just in his body without his fur, like stands there and he's like, he wants his fur back and they give it to him. And he walks outside and there's protesters for fur is murder. And uh, the people beat scratchy to death with uh their signs i like how first of all i like how scratchy just didn't put his fur back on uh, he wrapped yeah. it around you know wrapped around his neck <laughs> second that was definitely a huge fear for a lot of people getting caught in an escalator yes yes because because that damn kid is back on the escalator again <laughs> Mall rats exactly uh, oh my god some kid got caught in the escalator see it can happen yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like nowadays there's too many safety precautions for like, I mean, I think you can get hurt. Like if your shoelace is untied, but you're not going to die. No, probably not. Also, also escalators can never be out of order because then they just turn <laughs> into stairs. <laughs> Thanks, Mitch. You're welcome. <laughs> so now we cut back to uh, Homer taking his science class and Don DeLinger decides he wants to burn a donut. Uh, now Don I'm uh, going to burn this donut to show you how many calories it has. <laughs> no. <laughs> The bright blue flame indicates this was a particularly sweet donut. <laughs> this is not happening. This is not happening. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. So, uh, I, I believe that is a an actual true way to test how many calories are in something with sugar. Yep. I think we did a lot of flame tests in uh, Mr. Jaswick's uh Oh, Jaswick. Yeah, that was fun. 
He was a great teacher. Yep. So so now we cut to Abe uh, writing to the president of the United States <laughs> complaining there are too many states and he asked to ask him to eliminate three. And I looked this up and apparently forgot to, to write this down to remind myself. Uh, the last states to be admitted to the Union were Alaska and Hawaii, unless this was in the next episode. But they were uh, they were uh, entered in, I believe, uh, the 1950s. I think it was 59. So there's there's been a lot of states for quite a few years. Well, remember, there's the there's the remember when they're doing the it was some sort of uh, TV, you know, local TV station thing where Lisa and Homer and then they had to hang the flag up behind and yeah. uh, was at least like grandpa that that flag only has like forty eight stars. Oh, I'll be no. I'll be cold dead in the ground before I recognize Missouri. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm thinking of our next episode with Super Nintendo Chalmers. Yeah, no, um, but but remember, remember, this is the first time that uh, Grandpa doesn't you know wants less stars on a flag. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, we'll 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 remind you in the next episode too when Alaska and Hawaii were uh uh, <laughs> uh voted in to be in the United States. So uh, so now Rogers uh, Roger comes in and told uh, Abe he fired the entire writing staff and the show is in your hands. <laughs> Great. And they also nominated you for an award. That's uh that's not a good idea leaving Abe in charge of Itchy and Scratchy. Although, no. although to be fair, that just means Bart and Lisa are now in charge of Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah, and they yeah. and they wrote a free couple good episodes so far. Yeah. So now we cut back to Homer taking the final exam, and I love how uh, Donna Linger is like, "All right, the, the, this is true and false." Homer's like, "True," and it's like, "No, no, Simpson, I'm just telling you what the uh, test is." True. True. <laughs> it's like Homer. Just, just sit there and, and, and take the test, test, and you will pass. False. False. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we get uh, brain telling our Homer telling his brain. All right, brain, you don't like me, and I don't like you, but let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. Deal. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's a that's a good quote. I like that, that quote. Yeah, that's definitely a college quote. Yep. Yep. And so now we get Abe uh, practicing his uh, acceptance speech, and uh, well, no, not uh, not practicing. He was actually giving it because no, you know, no, he was practicing and he was in front of the mirror. This was at the oh. retirement home. Oh, was it? Yeah, he was he was in his suit because Lisa and Bart come by, and he was practicing. Oh, right, his right, right. He's like, "Thank you for this award. It is a tribute to, to this great country that a man who once took a shot at Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> could win back your trust." Uh, so apparently, Abe tried to to murder Teddy Roosevelt. Dude's done a lot of things in his life. Apparently, I I, I don't know when uh, Teddy Roosevelt was alive. Uh, he died in nineteen nineteen. So how old is Abe? <laughs> as old as Mr. Burns, apparently. Because uh, so Teddy Roosevelt was uh, lived from 1858 to 1919. Yeah, I don't think so, Abe so could have done was, that. He was he was uh, 60 years old because he died before his 61st birthday. He was so 60. Maybe 60. this was maybe this was like uh, when uh, Abe was like five or six had a you know those BB guns those pump action BB guns and. Yeah. Decided to just take a shot at him. I don't know. I don't know. Or he's just crazy. Maybe. And so now we get to the Springfield Civic Center. Friday, annual cartoon awards. 
Saturday, close for roach spray. <laughs> so you're telling me while they're doing the award show, there are roaches in the building. Got exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> well, it, they were scheduled out. The pest control company was scheduled too far out. Yeah. And so now we get Krusty and Brooke Shields to uh, handle the award for writing an animated show. Yep. And it's cool that uh, Brooke Shields actually voiced herself. Yep. And she allowed her name to be, you know, credited on the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> oh, he's like reading the teleprompter and, yes. and, and his joke is about uh, him having blue hair. And he yeah. gets all frustrated. He's like, first of all, my hair is green. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like how he trumps off stage and uh, Brooke yeah. Shields is like, uh, okay, <laughs> sure. And so now we get the uh, nominees for best writing in a cartoon. Yep. Animated series. Or, well, animated cartoon is an animated series, but sure. Uh, We get uh, Strogdar, Master of Akam. And we see that this is obviously a parody of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And uh, I like that they use the toy line and Akam... Uh, it was, you know, the animation company that produces The Simpsons. So they, the, they put a little yeah. cool, uh, cool uh, wording word play in there. Yep. Um, and I like how it's the uh, the wedding episode yeah. where he man, I'm sorry, uh, Akam is uh, getting married. Yep. And uh, action figure man. I like how it's a little kid trying to buy an action figure. That That's yep. the... Uh, and then, uh, uh, or what was it? The episode's name was How to Buy Action Figure Man. Figure Man, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, and, Bobby, I want an action figure, man. Yeah, man that's, that's a good episode. Yeah. And then Ren and Stimpy. Clip not yet, done. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because in the uh, Brother Without a Planet episode, uh, they actually had a clip of Ren and Stimpy. Yes. So, so uh, apparently this is uh, uh, a joke at their expense because they had issues getting episodes done oh right and simpy did yeah oh okay but it's funny because they already had an episode clip they could have could have used yes um well i i don't i wonder if they didn't have the rights to that clip well they aired it in a simpson episode so they have rights but to they it. no be, they they might have paid a one-time oh thing one-time to, use for it okay a, a one-time use gotcha um, so now, uh, we learn that Abe won the award and I like yep. how the Simpsons theme song plays when Abe, <laughs> you know, wins the award and walks to yeah. the stage and, oh, the Emmys, the, the award looks like an Emmy. I mean, I yeah. guess it could have been primetime Emmy awards. Yeah. Um, and I like how Abe had no idea what the cartoon was. This was the first time I've ever watched Itchy and Scratchy. And I have to tell you, it was absolute garbage or something. Yeah, you people should be ashamed Shamed. Ashamed. And so he goes back to his seat. He gives the award to Lisa and Bart. And they the three of them leave. And uh, Bart says he will never watch another award show again unless that delightful Billy Crystal is involved. And obviously Billy Crystal has hosted the Oscars several times. Yep. Several, several times. So now... We go back to Homer and he's graduated from high school and he says at the next reunion, he will have nothing to be ashamed of because he graduated. So now we go to now we're in the future. It's Springfield 2024, which we're is only three, there. We're, we're almost, almost there. there. We are three years away. Holy crap. And it is now the 50th reunion and there is no saying on the banner. 
And somehow Don DeLinger is still alive. So this is, this is 25 years in the future. I have to imagine in 19. So if this is 25 years in the future, that would be 90. What is that? 99. Yeah. So wait, the first episode took place in 1999. Cause wasn't it their 25th year anniversary or 20th? It must've been 20th. Yeah, it had to have been 20th. It was 20th, yeah. Okay. So so this is 30 years in the future. Don DeLinger had to have been, what, uh, 60? 50, 60s? 70? I think he had to have been 70 by by that time. Because t- if it was 20 years after they graduated, even if he was a, okay, even if he was a principal at 40, okay, 60, this is 30, he's 90. Okay, I guess he could still be alive. Fine. Um, <laughs> science has advanced, whatever. So, um, so Homer, you know, comes to the reunion with Marge and, um, Homer, how did you get a plunger stuck on your head again? <laughs> <laughs> Playing with older Maggie? I guess. Cause Maggie's now 26, 20, no, 21, no, 31, 31, it's 30 years in the future. Yes. Yeah, Maggie, she still Maggie, doesn't talk. Maggie, Maggie still, yeah, Ma- she doesn't talk, and she still loves the plunger trick. I guess so. Uh, so now you know the episode ends, or does it? <laughs> so now we got because we get a title card for a credit, and then they cut out, and we get the Adventures of Ned Flanders. Oh, this is great! Hey. Hens love roosters, geese love ganders, Geez. everyone else Ned loves Ned, Ned Flanders. Not me. Everyone who counts loves <laughs> Ned Flanders. So this is uh this is also on one of their uh albums. And uh, so Rod and Todd are praying and Ned comes in and he's like, All right, boys, it's time to go to church. No, he's We're like knock knock that off, you two. It's time for church. We're not We're going not to going church to today. Church. What? <gasps> Give me a one good, good reason. reason. It's, it's Saturday. Saturday. do. And uh, so, well, to be fair, we went to Temple on Saturdays. Yep. Um, so, and then we get the closing credits. Hens love roosters, geese love ganders, everyone else loves Ned Flanders. And uh, and then they go to ca- ta- cards. And uh, and uh, that's uh, that's the show. Yeah, that was a little good short. Little and good yeah, short. I like the, it. And the reason they threw that in there was to eat up the rest of the time that was left in the episode. I mean, geez, this, I mean, I don't know. You where... could just, you could just extend the credits for an extra 30 seconds to or, slow them down. Or geez, they could have had Bart and Lisa write another itchy and scratchy episode. Yeah. I, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. It's a great short, yeah. but it's just, I don't, I guess it, I, it wasn't necessary. No, no, not really necessary. I think, I feel like, they like they did a longer couch gag. They did the entire intro. I mean, either that or the writers just really had no clue what to do in this episode. I don't know. So, um, the A storyline with Bart and Lisa writing Itchy and Scratchy and using Abe as front. I loved all that stuff. It was good. I know, like, so the first time they cut to Roger Myers, my brain disconnected for some reason. I, I don't know why my brain felt it was like a jolt to the system um but besides that i give the a the a storyline a five everything or a four mm, sprinkles it was the a storyline was superb you had some meta jokes you had some really cool references in there the itchy and scratchy episodes that bart and lisa created were really good a being out of it was fantastic um the meta jokes were great the b storyline i absolutely hated that gets a one 
Um, so the entire uh, episode gets a three. Uh, yeah, it's a three. I uh, don't have a, what's what's one. Yeah, uh, a, a dough. Yeah, dough. Um, I it, Homer and Marge would not unless we had learned in prior episodes that Homer and Marge like were uh, seniors together because Mar- Homer got held back. Okay, then that makes this entire story fine and it's funny. But like, don't get me wrong. There are elements within that B storyline I found funny. But the fact of the matter is, it should have never freaking happened. Um, it, it was just too weird. I I didn't like it, even though it was funny. But I still hated it. So yeah, this episode for me is a three mm, sprinkles. No, that's a four. Or I'm sorry, uh, don't have a cow, man. Okay, I won't. So I'm not as. Uh cynical as uh robert is about this episode i'm not gonna give it a five definitely isn't isn't a top tier but i'm definitely gonna go for mm, sprinkles i mean i could get over the the background of the b story but the a story a story just was so good like so good i love you know grandpa faking writing being a writer for itchy and scratchy it's so i did the iggy i did the iggy i'm gonna start using that. Can, I, can i have another check <laughs> like, like he, he knows he did nothing he st- always knows he does nothing yeah martin lisa does all the work and i i dude i i, I love to see that reward again so either in bard yeah. or lisa's room that would be kind of cool yeah, yeah that'd be um, awesome. and i mean the way it ended it, it was definitely wasn't necessary i feel like the writers could have threw something else in but that hey, or 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 you just slow down the credits by like five frames and that'll give you 30 seconds yeah so i mean i do love the adventures of ned flanders that is everybody everybody loves ned flanders not me well everyone (laughs) who counts loves ned flanders (laughs) (laughs) so good so yeah for Uh, me i'm going for um, sprinkles and uh yeah let's uh close it out with our character profile and this week we have the uh wonderful elderly grandpa simpson what's his name grandpa no what's his first name grandpa <laughs> no no you gotta take he's gotta take off his underwear oh sure his real name <laughs> is abraham simpson and uh so his occupation retired cranberry silo night watchman and also a patriarch of the simpsons yes yes he, he is his residence springfield retirement castle where the elderly can hide from the inevitable <laughs> his attire bolo tie and bedroom slippers except when attending funerals and award shows. Yep. Uh, His prescriptions, two red pills for back (laughs) spasms and a yellow one for arrhythmia. Ooh. He avoids stares and sticking to the point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wore an onion on my belt, which was the style style. at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His favorite shop, Herman's Military Antiques. Yep. He is good friends with Herman. Yep. And his favorite pastime is napping. Uh, that's that's who whose favorite pastime is that not yep and his least favorite pastime spending time with his family <laughs> which is, i don't know i i mean i feel like yeah the simpsons definitely do make fun of him and you know they don't give him like the benefit of the doubt and so i i guess i could see why he and the only and and usually they only come to abe when they need something Yes. So I could I could see where I could see where he uh he, co- yeah, yeah, he could yeah. come in on that. So uh where can everyone find us? Well, everyone, 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 you could come to our social medias and, and hang out with us. On Facebook, the Simpsons Did It Podcast. 
And if you'd like to tag us on Facebook at the Simpsons Did Pod on Instagram, the Simpsons Did Pod on Twitter, Simpsons Did a PC. And if you'd like to be one of our wonderful donors, you can head to our podcast page at uh, buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons did it. And all your donations will go towards merch. And right now we have our wonderful, wonderful stickers that you can get and uh, stick onto your laptops and binders and trapper keepers and uh, bookshelves and snowboards and anything else you want to stick it to. Your forehead, cars, (laughs) there's a lot of things you can stick it to. And as you guys donate, there'll be more to come. Uh, so yeah, thank you to everyone who's donated so far. It's it's amazing. Um, and lastly, uh, you could call us. You could give us yes. some some feedback over the phone. And so for anyone who has done that so far, thank you very much. And as you guys call, um, we'll talk about it on on the podcast. We'll if it's good enough, we'll input it into the podcast, which would be cool. But uh, yeah, you could call us at six one two. 584-0986. So head over there, call us. Uh, Jaden, who was on our last podcast or a couple podcasts ago, did the uh, voiceover work for the voicemail. So yes. anything else, just call the phone number to hear Jaden do his amazing uh, impersonation. I'm not going to yes. tell you what it is because I want you guys to call the number. But yes. uh, yeah, head over there and, and at least give it a listen because it's absolutely hilarious. Yes. And finally, come check out our YouTube channel where you can like, subscribe, and share with all your friends and let us know what you think because we all want to know uh, what what's going through your guys' mind. Um, yes. And and also, this is the last thing I'll mention before we sign off. Um, over the past uh, five weeks now, our, our podcast has been increasing in listeners. Like, every week we have a new estimated audience for us to, you know, in our statistics. So that is absolutely fantastic. We actually got our estimated listening off audience for one of our episodes within two days. We reached our estimated listening audience in two days from the prior week, and now it's just growing. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening this is, and spreading the word. And This is awesome. If it has something to do with our special guest, great. Uh, if uh, you're a celebrity that actually listens to our episode uh, and you want to be a guest, feel free to reach out. We love yeah. Simpson fans as guests yep. on our podcast. You don't have to be necessarily involved with the Simpsons, but as long as you're a Simpsons fan, oh, we, absolutely. We, we would love to have you on for an episode. And uh, we will be starting to take requests for season five um, at the airing of this. So this episode, uh, obviously, if you're listening to it, came out on December 5th. Um, we're going to start recording, uh, season five episodes in December. Um, so definitely come and, uh, email us or send us a message and let us know if you want to be a guest on an episode. So until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.